Um, I apologize for the F bombs on your breath. That's <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll just need to get a good uh, a good replacement sound effect. Where where do you get that that one? That that's one the that stasers. That's the uh, the stasers. Or it's Centauran gun. One of the two. I think it's just. I think. Oh no! Uh, I think you know. I think you do use one of the stasers, but yeah, it, it'll appear in the live show. It's in the preview when Charlie okay. Brooker says, yes. "You big American." <laughs> it's, it's it's in there. I want a copy of that file. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Um, three, two. Hello and welcome to the inaccurately named Two Minute Time Lord podcast. This is Chip and we are here at Galley. Uh, well, no, it's not Galley yet. It is the Wednesday before Galley, but it seems that everybody in the bloody planet decided to come today. And, <coughs> and I'm going to start over. Yeah. <laughs> Take everybody I'm, I'm just so verklempt. I just can't do this. Uh, anyway. Bartlett, they used to call me. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I made a reference, Chris got. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Two Minute Time Lord Galley pre-show on the Wednesday, and I am surrounded by some of my wonderful friends in podcasting, one of whom I'm meeting for the first time in the flesh. Um, around the room, starting to my left, we have... Uh, hi, it's Chris Sigma from the Oodcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he is... Largely unconscious. Yes, I've been up a long time, and I've just got off an eleven-hour flight. Woo! Have another drink, Chris. <laughs> okay. Going around the circle. Hi, it's Eric from the Doctor Who Book Club and Doctor Who: The Writers Room. Overachiever. I do what I can. Recently <laughs> praised by, by Paul Cornell. <clears throat> He's a very Dead. happy man. He's been he's been dancing on air ever since that. Paul, if you happen to be listening to this, and I'm sure you're not, you made him so happy today. Indeed. <laughs> Continuing around the circle. Hi, I'm Deb from the Verity Podcast, and I've been up for a very long time as well. Not nearly as long as you have, Chris, but... It's not a competition. Uh, well, you, you would win. You're an American now. <laughs> That's right. The you're Verity. an American now. It is Everything's a competition. So the Verity Podcast, you just released episode four, and you're on your seventh episode. Yes. We're complicated. Yes. <laughs> It's, a, it's like a Facebook relationship. There you it's, go. It's complicated. <laughs> and? Uh, Nancy from the Happiness Patrol, and I drove for seven hours to get here. And? It's Luke from Tmudworth. <laughs> First time at Galley. Yay! Are we, are we, can we actually be sure that you are, in fact, who you say you are? Because this is an audio podcast. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. You, I, might, I might be someone else. Um, you don't look like you did in the podcast. <laughs> we knocked him over earlier, and his face did not fall off. So I'm pretty sure he's not an android. But I could well be an Auton. You could um, well be an Auton. Here's what we do. We wait for the credits and see if he's being played by Anthony Ainley or not. <laughs> <laughs> if his name rearranges to the master. Yeah. yeah. Okay, S folks, send in your best anagrams for Luke Harrison uh, to webmaster at twomanatimelord.com. And finally, rounding out this group, uh, Warren Fry from Radio Free Scarlet. I come from the same time zone as L.A. I have no excuse other than drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Warren has started early, ladies and gentlemen. So Radio Free Scarlet, is that a, that a new... I'm not familiar with your work. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a new thing you got going? What do you want? You're like third or fourth episode now? I wouldn't even listen if I were you. Episode won't episode 350 be released? Episode won't. That's the one we've been doing. Now, and of course, Warren is in an elevated status compared to the rest of us because he is one third of the official 
podcast of the Gallifrey One Convention. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. and, see, say that a little bit louder. I don't think Sean heard you this time. <laughs> For your money. If in every is on their money. I think it's like printed on their money. <laughs> so you have to. Have, yeah, I guess. So, so you have to have abandoned the Commonwealth in order to have a national pride. We didn't really abandon it. We sort of sidled our way out of it. So. No, you're still, no, but you're still, you are still in the Commonwealth. Yes, sort of. They're just backing yeah, out of the room really slowly. Our queen is still going ahead of We have a constitution, but yeah, we have. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Poor, poor Warren has to be up and about early on the Friday because yes, his podcast. Uh, by which you mean noon. <laughs> because you're actually kicking off the convention for the second year in a row. Ta da! In a really big room. Yes, that's with, a little intimidating. Less intimidating last year because we did it last year, uh, so we had to go through all the uh, tense-making experience of actually doing that. Now, theoretically, it'll be less worrisome than last time because we've actually done it once. On the other hand, you know what's coming, and you know that there are going to be probably a good 1,800 pairs of eyes staring at you that you I saw that's before. that's radically optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing else happening. Except the dealer's room and what some there's some sort of panel. Dealer's room opens thirty minutes later, so oh, for about a good thirty minutes, you have a chance to keep them in their seats. <laughs> be a mad rush out of the room. <laughs> yeah, but they'll probably be queuing up for the dealer's. Room. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. yeah, and we're we're at a severe disadvantage because we none of us have a schedule in front of us, mm -mm. Uh, and none of us have memorized the schedule because, <clears throat> and so because <laughs> who does that? And so we're going to talk about, you know, oh, that thing that's that's happening. Well, we can write right? sometime. 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 So yeah. I think your show's at noon on it's the Friday. It's on Friday, yes. In the, in the main ballroom? In the main ballroom. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Thank you. We do work quite hard. Yes, you, yes you do. Yes, you do. Um, and uh, that's Chris? That is me. Yes. <laughs> I was just checking because you 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 seem to be listing the starboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing that thing where I'm sort of nodding over back awake again, back in the room. Ask me a question when I come up, and then that will be fine. What do you want to know? Uh, your fellow Oods are here. You, this is your this is your second year here um, yeah, first after a year, year away. Four of us, are but here. the first with all four of you. Mm. Yes, and uh, I, I believe Chris and Andy. It's the first time in the U.S. At all, wow. ever. So they are. Uh, Do the four of you travel well together? <laughs> well, three of us traveled well together today. Um, yeah, no, we were fine. We um, we just all didn't speak really. We just all <laughs> read our own books, and you know, it was fine. It was no, tr no trouble getting through customs. Uh, Laura kind of back chatted a bit and made a few jokes to the immigration officers. I am shocked, <laughs> shocked at that revelation. She has she has the charm to pull it off, but I don't think I would have would have done so. No, she got shouted at. Shouted at? How <laughs> yes. could anyone shout? <laughs> it was all over a misunderstanding of, of, with a granola bar. Oh, I just uh, translated it into American. There, we would say. What would we say? Cereal bar. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what specific brand was it? Well, uh, Naked. Not come across that one. Well, very nice. Very see, nice. see mm. I, I, was, I was fine because I had a, a customs immigration woman who knew what Doctor Who was. 
good. Because she said, what are you doing? Rare I'm, like, thing. I'm, I'm visiting my family and then I'm going to a convention. She's like, what's the convention for? I said, Doctor Who. It's a British science fiction show. And she kind of nodded knowingly. And said, <laughs> you know Doctor Who. I was like, oh, wow. And, um, and she was like, what have you got? What are you bringing in? I have a couple of boxes of chocolates for my family. She put it on the form and then like, have a nice, have a nice day. I was like, fantastic. Got someone who actually knows what our beloved show is. So... <laughs> I, I had the same experience today. I was checking in, and the, the transportation security agency said, sees my shirt and sees the DeLorean and the TARDIS crashing into each other, and he gave me this sort of knowing nod. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Was he squinting at you at the same time? That's what yeah, you it was. It was. It, it, it actually, you know, it actually felt kind of affectionate. Uh, I, A judgmental affection. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, this is your first galley. It is. Yeah, it's my first time in LA. Your first time in this is first not your first time in the States though. No, I, I have been once before four years ago. What took you so long? Uh, to come to Galley? Yes. Um, What's wrong with you? I don't know what took me so long. Um I know, it took several years of persuasion and I was like, well, why not finally come? It's and it's the fiftieth anniversary year, so if I'm gonna come Who at are you all, persuading? What? Yourself. I was persuading myself, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah, took yeah, several yeah. years to persuade no, yourself. No, it took several, several years of all these people in the podcasting world kind of telling me, you ought to come to Galley, and me going, oh, really? Sure? And then finally caving in and Excellent. coming. And then I was like, being the kind of very disorganised person I was, I was get, getting around to booking flights in November, and I was like, hang on, California, that's next to Arizona, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. So that means I can go visit my cousin, who I haven't seen for 18 years. Um, so I kind of I did that. So it's been, it's been good. Spent a couple of days with him and his family, um, and, and now I'm here. And now you're here with your real family. <laughs> That's at work. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my geek family, yes. Yes, absolutely. It's our geeky, dysfunctional family reunion. But you've done several, like, the UK-based conventions, like the one-day, like, Hooverville, yeah, that, and things like that. That's, that's, yeah, that's my big one in the UK. Uh, I've been every year. This year will be the fifth year. Um in Derby, it's a really great one-day convention run by the Hoovers. That's Hoover with a W. Um, who they kind of run fan meetings all the way through the year, and they've decided we're going to branch out and do a one-day convention. It's not in a railway shed. At, uh, that was the right? first two years. It's, it's now in a really nice kind of cinema complex in the centre of town. Um, and I did a, a panel with um, well, it was an interview with with Dee Sadler, who is in like the first ten minutes of the Great Show in the Galaxy before being strangled by the bus conductor robot. And I had to interview her on stage for half an hour. Um, <laughs> no, three times as, long, as much screen time. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, no, it was great. Um, and I managed it. And uh, she took a shine to me and sought me out at the end of the day and gave me a kiss goodbye. <laughs> on the cheek. Uh, no, nothing in, in front. <laughs> um, so, no, it's fantastic. So, uh, so yeah. So, I, I know what that kind of convention's like. But I have absolutely, absolutely no idea what something kind of three times as long and well with all this kind of probably five times as long and kind of thousands of people is going to be like so i am so looking forward to your next podcast when you talk <laughs> about this <laughs> well I, ha I have brought a camera i mean i have i've left left my professional gear behind because it's big and somebody's renting it off me so i'm making money while i'm here which is nice um, but i have brought my little little camera and i do have a radio mic so stuff may happen i have no plan uh, as yet so we'll have to see what unfolds. does anybody around this table have a plan I do. Oh, like a silent. Oh, but yes, yes, <laughs> just like a silent. Uh, <laughs> no, I we uh, for the Doctor Who book club we recorded a quote unquote live episode last year. We recorded it in person with Erica, now of the Verity podcast. Um, 
uh, Sean and I and my, my co-host and I did that and we thought it was such a good idea we thought we'd do it again this year so we are recording almost certainly Friday morning before the convention will kick off he and I and Michelle of the Doctor Who podcast will be recording our February episode while we're here and doing it in person together so there will be at least that possibly some other stuff going on too I think that's it's entirely too ambitious <laughs> that's I don't know how it started to become that I did anything at these things because I liked not doing anything, but suddenly it's now at least a little bit of stuff here and there to record the experience and get people talking. It'll, it'll build, my friend. That's and that's that's what I'm worried about. I don't ever want to be you guys. I love you guys, and it's amazing. I'm so glad you guys exist because I don't want to be you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, first time I've heard that, but okay. Do you, do you actually go to any panels? Or you just... Well, a couple. A couple. <laughs> but generally, it, it's determined by who we're interviewing. And if we're interviewing people, then no, we yeah. can't. Uh, but I think... The one we're guaranteed to go to is the DVD one right after our own last show. Because we can just settle on over to it, nerd out, and then go off and do whatever we're doing. And plus, Stephen loves the DVD stuff, and so do I. So, and so does Chris, to be fair. That so yeah, sense. we have to go see that. Yeah. We're hoping that since the unprecedented event of having four of the Verity podcasters in the same place at the same time, we'll probably record a galley wrap-up extra. Probably Sunday. That's a good time to do a Sunday. Wrap up. We're thinking. <laughs> we're thinking if everybody is still reasonably um, articulate by Sunday. That's that, not a safe bet, by the way. Well, I'm thinking the girls will probably be able to pull it through. They will. We won't. <laughs> it's we've been we've been coming to these galleys. Many of us have been coming to these galleys for years, and Deb, you've been a fixture at every galley I've been to. Um, I, and and and. But it's only you, my third. I feel like I'm not an institution. Well, but... but <laughs> doesn't take long to get institutionalized. Right. But, but you're the newest podcaster around this table. I am. Verity is taking off like a rocket. I just think it's the right place and the right time. Um, it's... Don't get me wrong, I'm very proud of what we do. And I, you know, we put a lot of time and a lot of hard work into it. But it's not... To me, it's not an extraordinary conversation that we're having. It's the conversations that I have with my friends here and at other cons and and on Twitter. Um, it just seems to me that it's it's sort of just hitting at the exact right time and filling the exact niche that needed to be filled. So it's really exciting. We're thrilled that people are listening and responding so well. And it's a niche that hasn't been filled at this point. I'll be the first to tell yeah. you, it is a boy's or was a boy's club mm-hmm. up until this point. You guys needed to show up at some point. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. We're we're really excited about it, and I think people can tell that we're having a good time. And we're a little we're a little bit contentious at times. I mean, we're all very very good friends. So if anybody heard our tenant episode, <laughs> we were all very good friends before. We're still very yeah. good friends, but we do have some fairly heated discourse yeah. um, because we don't agree on things, and we're all very passionate about it. So uh, it, it's kind of fun when we have an episode and people are tweeting like, "Are you guys okay?" Is everybody is everybody still cool? Are you guys still friends? And we're like, yeah, this is uh, this is lobby con talk. <laughs> I mean, if you if you weren't, the podcast would die. That's the thing. It's like yeah. as long as the podcast is going on, clearly those relationships are, are working. Well, that's one of the things that uh, Deb and I were talking about at, the, uh, at dinner on the way to dinner was that uh, so many Doctor Who podcasts. You know, everybody's everybody's friends. Everybody's like minded to a certain extent. The last the last time I recalled a big argument in a podcast was the Doctor Who podcast when. Um, Tom decided that, <laughs> that that Genesis of the Daleks was a horrible, horrible episode. What? Who is this man? Tom. Uh, have you met Tom? 
I don't want to now. <laughs> Tom is dead to me. He is dead to me. But but you all have so many different perspectives, and uh, oh my gosh, when, yes. when when Lynn and Liz had their little disagreement of opinion on the um, um, activities of the Tenth Doctor and Rose, that was <laughs> that was lightning. Or it at was, least it seemed like it. And, but then we segued <coughs> right into another another conversation, and it was like nothing happened. I mean, that's just the way that we yeah. converse about things that we feel very passionate about, and you know, it's it's kind of fun when we're we're there. But we you know we have a lot of respect for each other, and we have a lot of respect for each other's opinions. And I think you can vehemently disagree with somebody and not have it be personal. Mm-hmm. It's it's an opinion. It's a television show. We enjoy it. We Absolutely. like it, but we don't agree on everything. Absolutely, no. And they're just wrong. And, <laughs> and along those lines, in, in terms of not making things personal, let's make things personal for a second. Luke, while you were speaking earlier, you mentioned that this was the 50th anniversary year. I turned my beady eyes over to Eric, who said some provocative things on Twitter. Oh my God, oh, yes, apparently. Yeah, 50th anniversary. <laughs> oh, is, it, is this the fact that it's not... It, Shouldn't really happen until we get to the twenty third yes. December. Set us straight, Eric. How should we be talking about this? Just as the millennium officially began in two thousand and one, not two thousand. See, I'm with you on that. The fiftieth yeah. anniversary year would be the year in which the show is already fifty, not in which the show is about to turn fifty. So it would begin on November twenty third, twenty thirteen. Is Chris Burgess here? No kidding. <laughs> just, just have fun. However, well, I'm, I made a comment on Twitter, and apparently everyone assumed from that, therefore, that I'm sitting there with my calendar going, "I'm not going to enjoy any of this because it's being aired at the wrong time." <laughs> you, you, the hell! But there are thousands of nerds who will be doing exactly yeah. that. Well, you know what? They can go and do that. In their little hidey hole, yes. but they don't need to talk to me. But anyway, Eric, Doctor Who was in, it was broadcast for the first time on the 23rd of November, and it was in gestation for probably well over a year before it happened. So we can say that we're celebrating that gestation period right now, which is which is great because we're getting we all could these Happy Conception Day, everybody! Yeah. Yeah. You could say that, but it's dumb. <laughs> no, well, I mean, we're getting all these, all these set photos from the fact they're filming the adventure in space and time at the moment, which. Go, come on, come on, Chris. Chris can say something about this because he accidentally spoiled. I did spoil something. a bit of casting the other day, <laughs> yeah. which I didn't realise that no one knew about yet. Yeah. And which? then um, that Reese Shearsmith is being Patrick Troughton in in it, and then I didn't know that no one else knew that, and <laughs> and then uh, I was at the um, Tomb of the Cybermen screening at the BFI, and Reese Shearsmith was sitting ne- like, basically next to me at that point. I was a little bit obviously had no idea what. Why would he know who I was? But I was a little bit like, ooh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but that's interesting, I guess, that we know that Trouton's going to be in it. Well, I think the the way the, the more information about that the project has come out, the more it seems, I think people had a very set idea in their head of what it was going to be, which was like yeah. the leading up to the show. Yeah. And it actually sounds like it's more like Doctor Who, the early years. Yeah. Like Doctor Who, the formations, and it's going to actually have a maybe broader scope yeah. in terms of what it covers, the people who are involved and depicted. Someone got into contact with me after I, I spoke about it, and they're saying that um, Mark Gatiss did an interview in 2003 where he was just talking about, like, maybe I'll do write the story one day. And he sort of said, if I did do it, I'd start with the regeneration um, scene with Troughton on set as well, and then I flash uh, tell the story of flashbacks. Oh, nice. point. Oh, mm. yeah. I, mean, it's interesting. Interesting. I would like this. Mm. The fact that they're focusing on the fact that Warris Hussein is in it as well, that's mm. clearly focused on an earthly child. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're going to reenact Marco Polo as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, that, sound, that sounds... But again, they've been filming on Wimbledon Common, which is where Dodo joined the TARDIS. So. Yeah. 
And one of one of my uh, co-hosts just went and just he lives in Wimbledon and just wandered up. There's loads of pictures of him just leaning up against the tarn. <laughs> You're allowed to do that. I don't think I don't think you are, are you? Yeah. Well, he did. So. He did. He did. <laughs> he's not in jail. So well, he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be let into the country. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, we have a very strict rule about that. Because I'm sure the Americans are peeved. <laughs> yeah. Highly annoyed. This Der Who and the Darlikes is something we're very passionate about. <laughs> so, what is everybody looking forward to the most about this weekend and about this convention that hasn't that doesn't actually start for another thirty six <laughs> hours or so? Really? 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 That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the amazing that's thing. It's like it's already begun. Although LobbyCon is on the actual the official schedule now. What? Wow. LobbyCon is on yeah, the is. Thursday night. LobbyCon is on the schedule now. It was nice. last year. Pre registration and LobbyCon is on the schedule for tomorrow night. That seems... It's unofficially official. <laughs> it's no fun. I think we need to move it somewhere else yeah. now. Okay, let's yeah. find another host. Come and join Chris and I at the Travel Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> the travel Lodge Con. Yeah. yeah. We could do like Flash Con, like Flash Lobby Con someplace and just like all show up. Yeah. Yeah. Flobby yeah. Flobby Apparently Howard Hughes Flobby wants to stay in the Travel Lodge. That's right. That's right. Mm. So, because they, they, they were getting the bus down from, from, from where we landed and it was like, I think they ended up staying in a room that Howard Hughes stayed in. I was like, Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Toenails Bring all over the floor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jars of urine, we know who those are. <laughs> uh, I'll get those later. <laughs> oh. um, I, I suppose the thing that I'm most looking forward to is um, spending time with all these lovely people. Um, but also, I really am very curious about some of the more... Um, oddly set up panels like some of the panels this year are much more sort of like there's the one about the evolution of the Daleks that's going to be about the history of the Daleks about the the, the panels seem to have really I think that's the one ideas. That, I think that's the one that Liz Miles is going to be defending the Skittle Daleks ah, yes. it's possible I also am a defend, uh, defender of the Skittle Daleks um, you're dead to me <laughs> I agree that's fine um, <laughs> whatever <Aww. laughs> I'll move on um <laughs> So that the panels seem, it's not just the same sort of panels we seem to get every year. It's like there seem to be a lot of this particular item, not just, you mm-hmm. know, ooh, the pawns go. It's more like, mm-hmm. like I'm on one discussing whether or not the show has a problem with intelligent companions, companions who are as intelligent or at least mm-hmm. for, for humans would be very intelligent and whether or not the show, there's a reason the show seems to, to some people, to keep defaulting to sort of slightly thicker companions perhaps in some way or another or at least want to have that element around and whether so that's that's I mean like we've never talked about that before and it's mm-hmm. quite juicy mm-hmm. but it's something that people have opinions on so it should be good yeah it's also opposite all the fun on Friday night so you know no yeah. one will be there comedians or thick companions hmm yeah. go see go see Eric on Friday night he'll, he'll I'll be very pleased if you show up yeah. is that at the same time as the improv yes Oh. It's at the same time as like the improv and the casino and like seriously, it's like all the fun is happening and a panel <laughs> oh. that I am on on a different floor. Has happened to you before? Yes, it has. Yeah, oh. they put for several years running. They put the Buffy uh, musical episode sing along opposite the gay and lesbian panel, which is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that is just poaching from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was in the room, and we could hear it, and I actually even said, we could all just go next door and sing all <laughs> Nancy, what's on your highlight list for this weekend? Seeing all my friends that I haven't seen for a year. 
that's number one. This is this is this is what that's what it is. This is the yeah. this is the this is our family this is our family reunion it every is. year. It's almost as though mm-hmm. the the programming is incidental. But don't tell Sean Lyon that because <laughs> the the, pro, the programming is pretty damn good. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing June Hudson. <gasps> yeah, I'm crushed. I have a panel opposite oh. her panel, and it just oh. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, June, Hudson, June Hudson being yeah oh re- the costume re- designer. During mostly the fourth Doctor era, she's an late, late, late fourth Doctor. Yeah, yeah, late fourth Doctor. She did some of the very iconic, dare I use that word, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) costumes for for for, and for the Romanas. She did Romana two in particular. Yes, yes, Yes. Romana two, and the redesign of Tom Baker into the burgundy, the burgundy, yes, the monochromatic Mm -hmm. sort of. But the first time with the question marks on the. Color. Which was not her. <laughs> was not her. No, not her. Not her. Not not her. her. <laughs> she was not fond of the question marks. I like the question marks. Because <laughs> he's always wondering, he's always looking at himself, who am who I? Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> This is Jackie Chan in that in that movie that kind of is basically the Born Identity before the Born Identity. Jackie Chan did the Jackie, well, no, okay, Jackie so Chan the, was in Memento? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who no, did I just I'm, kick? No, <laughs> <laughs> Born Identity was a, was, a, oh, was a book first, but then there was this movie, I think it must be sometime in the 90s, and it's got this really famous stunt where he basically slides down this building in... Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know the name of the movie. Anyway, it's, 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 it's called Who Am I? It's called Who Am I, and he basically, it's this game, the kind of thing where they, the, he, he crashes and he, he's not supposed to survive, and he can't remember who he is. Anyway, that, I digress. It's excellent. It's a it's really good film. film. It's yeah. Jackie Chan, yeah. come on. <clears throat> Jackie, Chan, Jackie Chan and Doctor Who. Why have we not thought oh. we should get to Because him. he's a terrible actor. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good actor. He's an amazing stuntman. Not so well, he could be the new Stuart Fell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> we almost got a spit take out of Nancy on that one. <laughs> Luke, what are you, programming-wise, what are you looking forward to, if anything? Are you just here for the people? Uh, well, I mean, I'm here for the people. But I mean, I'm here to see voices and Twitter handles coalesce into real people, which obviously there are a bunch of... All of you, apart from Chris, I've never met before. Um, uh, for a moment there, I thought he wasn't real. That's what you were about to say. But <laughs> well, no, you, Chris, I'm beginning to suspect <laughs> I'm not real. <laughs> Am I real? Um, Go back to sleep, okay. Chris. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've spoken with you on Skype before. I've yep. spoken with Chip on Skype before. Um, I've heard your voices on mm-hmm. things, but I've never met any of you before, so that's fantastic. Um, I've looked at the programming, but haven't made a, a kind of concerted effort to think what are the, which of these are I actually going to. Kind of more finding out when's my panel because mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the podcasting panel. Oh um, yes, yes, I forgot you're on that. It's yes. going to be fun. Oh, you're on that with me as well. I am yeah. as well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's me and Eric and Erica from from Verity, mm-hmm. um, and then a couple of people who I don't really know. Uh, who I don't know very well. Um, what's his name? Yes, yeah, somebody, somebody from the Sonic Toolbox. I think. Yes, some yes. from the time Sonic Toolbox. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, it'd be handy. Schedule. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, we're supposed to be talking about the future of podcasting and how it's kind of not just about the stuffy old boys club. Yes. So, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be talking about the fact that I've been doing video podcasting. Yes. Right. Uh, I think that's for, why you're there. For, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you told me to volunteer, Chip, so that's why I'm on it. Yeah. So it's like, you should be on this panel. But I thought it was more sort of the changing face of podcasting and how it is. It's, it's kind of morphing into. Well, yeah. I mean, the Ucast is a perfect example. It's not just a straight podcast, it's a skit show, it's comedies, it's music, it's, it's a whole different sort of yeah. type of thing. Thing. Yeah. Thing. Well, and my podcast has always been odd because it's video, um, which 
which it's really it's difficult when I guest on other people's shows. I've done RFS a number of times. It's difficult to give people an idea of what I do because what I do is visual, um, mm. and and so uh, and a lot of people kind of come up to me and say, oh, I I I'd love to kind of get into your podcast, but I, I listen to podcasts on kind of long drives to and from work, and obviously they can't do video podcasts <laughs> while they're doing. <laughs> Um, so I think my, my audience is still quite quite niche. So it's going to be great to be able to talk talk about it to a, a wider audience, um, and obviously talk about the fact that it's it, it is a podcast, but it's also available on YouTube. So again, that's another way of experiencing what I do. I stood um, in the lobby with you for maybe ten minutes, and you were recognised four times yeah. in that <laughs> time period. That never happened to me. No. Yes, yeah. it, it's slightly. Well, it took, it, it's it slightly people your voice. Well, exactly. Yes. I had to yeah. say things, and then people yeah. started. But the, that's the thing: people can kind of see me across the lobby and, and, and approach me. And I'm like, "Who's this making a beeline for me?" Whereas people actually have to kind of sidle past you and hear your voice and go, "Oh," and turn around and go, "Oh, that's Chip." And I'm like, uh, "Who are you?" Um, well, clearly, actually, it's a stupid question to ask because clearly there's someone who watches my podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm also doing a panel with uh, the Doctor Who podcast because they're a man short in their quiz against the Ood cast. Yeah, they're going to try and win this time so by having Luke as a ringer. Oh, mm. Smackdown. Yes. It's okay. I think oh, we'll be all right. Yes. So what time is that going to be? It keeps getting moved. It's Sunday morning, right? No, it's, it's been moved. It's Sunday, <laughs> Sunday evening. It's Sunday like evening, next, next, yes. next to last thing. The greatest quiz show in the galaxy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know it's called Of the Galaxy for some reason. Is it, it now? Yeah, okay. it's weird. They, anyway. Anyway. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to all those things and, and all the panels that I've... I'm probably going to go to that I haven't decided on yet. I've got two words for Warren. Yes. Philip Hinchcliffe. Thank you. It's the mm. Lord. <laughs> go for it. Okay, so uh, Radio Free Scrows, and that's the three of us, have had two white whales that we've always wanted to interview. One was Graham Harper, who we have interviewed, and that was an amazing experience to actually interview. The guy who honestly is the reason myself and Stephen got into television in the first place. It was just cool to see one of our heroes. Philip Hinchcliffe is the other one. So to actually interview the guy, to meet him, it's going to be amazing. Um, besides that, I agree with all you guys. The main reason I'm here is to see everybody else, see all my friends. Uh, and besides that, and this is self-serving, I'm going to show my new short film before the Ready for Scarlet Live show. I'm going to want to see what the reaction is, good or bad. So for that reason, I'm looking forward to that as well. Or I'm going to be dreading it. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, we've got so much uh, going on, uh, and the con- already and the convention ha- doesn't start until Friday morning and this on the Wednesday night and everybody feels like freaking arrived on, on Wednesday what's 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 next what happens next year do people start arriving on the Monday do do, do we start bringing RVs and park them in the parking lot at the Marriott it's really it's becoming more a lifestyle than a convention almost well, I think more and more people are making it essentially their annual or at least one of their annual vacations yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it is not just oh, I take a few days off to go to this convention. It's I am taking essentially a week of work off as my you know winter time vacation to go and see friends. In the middle of which I will attend some panels about the show, I'm <laughs> yeah. yes. which is great and fantastic. But like you know, before which there'll be two days of essentially just hanging out and being with my friends and seeing mm-hmm. how. Oh, and how is that thing and this thing and oh, and there's that show too. Yeah, but whatever. Right now, it's more important to find out how your nephew's doing or whatever. We barely talk about Doctor Who at this thing. Yeah, honestly, it, that's it's completely. It's, it's not even secondary; it's tertiary. It's a topic that kind of recurs yeah. and will essentially come up again a lot if, like, the conversation lulls. You always have that to go back yeah. to. But once you kind of established, yeah, the longer you've known someone here, the least 
the last I find you'd actually talk about Doctor Who with them. Yeah. But you so get each other's jokes. That's You'll the, get the references. That's yeah. the best part about this weekend. And it doesn't even have to be a Doctor Who joke. Mm-hmm. You can throw out a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference and people will laugh. Yeah. Where in normal life, <laughs> you do that and you get, huh? You walk through the lobby yeah. and you're like, these are my people. Yes. They understand. Yes. <laughs> they understand me. I can say stuff. They know what all I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And... Uh, and I'll, I'll say that I had this same, sort of the same feeling at Chicago TARDIS, and I'm, and I was grateful for that because Galley is getting big. We had to, they had to cut, they had to cap the attendance this year for the first time ever, and it's probably, that's probably not going away for a while, because they can't make the convention much bigger. Um, but it's such a good convention that people are always going to come. I did find, I do find that I get some of that same feeling at the other conventions as well, and I'm, I'm, I'm relieved about that. That it doesn't just have to be here, but it's, it's the concentrated stuff here. I mean, this is the premier Doctor Who event in the world. It even beats, I, I, I am told, it even beats the uh, official uh, convention that happened last year. Different animal, but yeah, I was there. I was that, and it's, uh, it was very interesting. Nothing like this. This, as you say, has the community part of it. It has uh, the the other one was a show. It was it us and them. There is no us and them in Galley. There's just us, isn't there? It's just we. Yeah, we very very tired travelers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, great as it is to be here, I I'm like, why does a British show have to have its premiere convention? Half around the world, it's like we should we should be able to do something like this in the UK. There used to be big conventions when Doctor Who was big back in the eighties, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we, we do have this official convention. But that's gonna, whether they're going to repeat that or not, I don't know. But something like Hooverville is only a day, and there are some weekend stuff I, which I which I've not been to. So maybe there's more of a field. But it'd be great to have a galley for Britain. Well, so isn't, isn't, it, isn't it partially at least did. Like here, there is a small but dedicated cadre of people who make it happen, yeah. Yeah. and it's sort of like if you want to have a galley in, you know, Oxford. <laughs> by God, start calling hotel. anybody, but, uh, but you know, but you know what I mean. Actually, it's no, like no, you no, find you actually, find a hotel and you start calling that everybody. Do it in the summer when all the students are away. Put everybody in Oxford College. Yeah. I love the summer. Look, weren't you talking? <laughs> weren't you? All the leaves. All the leaves. I love May week. <laughs> We're just talking on another podcast about the cultural difference, too, and how fans in America just do things differently. They're more demonstrative. We do the cosplaying mm. thing where that they're just doesn't happen. We ask questions. We, we're very engaging when it comes to the panels. So I think that sort of plays into it as well yeah. and makes us a little bit of a different experience. I, I, I did ask that question themselves. of uh, Chris and James on the, on the Doctor Who podcast, but I don't think I ever got a really clear answer about whether that was, uh, whether you, you guys agreed with me, with, with my question. We've got, um, I, I think, that the 50th, it being the 50th year, maybe this year, maybe next year. Um, <laughs> uh, Smooth. Uh, yeah, I think there's, there's an opportunity. Um, I hope that we're going to try and do something this year um, that that centres on creativity and and um, fandom. So, watch this space. That's that's two podcasts in a row that you've that teased. I've, this year. I've teased yeah. it, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I was talking to a, a couple of theatres about conventions, and um, which would be quite interesting. What does a theatre space? give you as a convention if you have cosplayers then you have a wardrobe department who can help you with that in 
intrigue. You have actors who can um, act out fan fiction and things. So like, so that's what we're thinking of. The entrepreneurial spirit at work mm-hmm. and creative. Um, but uh, the one question I wanted to ask Luke and um, Chris was, is Doctor Who too big in England for for a, for a sort of convention thing? Is it is it just too much part of the pop culture that uh, there's no need to sort of have a condensed deep, moment? Yeah, that, that sort of cult moment of uh, everybody descending on Los Angeles, all the American fans. Who, hmm. I, I don't know. I I mean, I still. I still find it hard to shake off the mentality that I grew up with because I was five when they cancelled Doctor Who. Mm. So I became a fan through Target Books down the library and and being a Doctor Who fan when I was a kid was not a happy experience. Um, And it's still odd that Doctor Who is a a mainstream BBC show that earns lots of money around the world. It's like BBC is like Doctor Who and Top Gear. Those are the two shows that we kind of export around the world. Uh, and to me, I, there's still a big part of my mind which is like, no, this is this is my thing. Give it back. It's on for us too. If you yeah. grew up with it here, it was that weird show you watched on PBS and everybody yeah. hated you for watching. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're old enough. Um, but, but but even then, I mean, I, um, Chip will remember this. Uh, I, I ran the Bristol 10K uh, mm-hmm. a number of years ago. In a scarf. Wearing a Doctor Who scarf. I have brought the scarf. The scarf is here. It will make an appearance. <laughs> um, and uh, running around, there were people. Of, of, over a certain age, who were like, go, go, because it was just the scarf. I don't know what else they were. Go, Doctor Who, go, Doctor Who, and all the little kids were going, go, scarf man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, these kids may well be watching Doctor Who now, but they're not watching. When they say go, Doctor Who, did you stop and have to say no? The character is called <laughs> <laughs> the show is called. Do- oh, well, oh, my no, time. <laughs> no, no, because I'm actually one of these people that thinks that Wotan got it right. All right. <laughs> um, no, so. So I, st- I and and because I'm, I, I, don't, get, don't get me wrong. I do like the new series. I had a bit of a blip with series six, but I do like the new series. But I am more and more, increasingly more, a classic series fan, and that is the part of the show which the general public still isn't really engaged with. It's 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 what those who grew up with it watched, um, and so I still feel a bit like that. So that's perhaps why I'd be like, why can't we have this in in the UK? I had a weird moment the other day with it. I just I walked past a jewelry shop and it had written on the sign, uh, underneath the underneath the title of the shop, like the TARDIS, bigger on the inside, just a, on a jewelry shop, just in a high street. And I feel like if it's that culturally ingrained now that TARDIS is a touching stone, that every you know it's just on a shop they expect everyone to know what a TARDIS is. Yeah. That's that's pretty odd. Yeah, it is odd, isn't it? You wouldn't have been able to do that even, well, five five years ago, even possibly. I don't know. I think, I think even when it was off the air, bigger on people the people still knew what the Tarnis was, and people still knew what a Dalek was, um, and people still knew the Daleks couldn't go upstairs, even though they could, because obviously everybody had stopped watching by the time Sylvester McCoy came along, so <laughs> nobody knew the Daleks could go upstairs. So, and those and those things, I think, entered the dictionary, the English dictionary during the Wilhelm years, I think. So. But but the fact that it is popular is the thing that, that allows people to kind of appeal to that more, I think. But th- not to not to say you're wrong, because I don't think you're wrong per se. But <laughs> it's like the Star Trek movies, the Star Wars movies, huge here. But that doesn't preclude the people who have a fandom based around them from doing their own thing. 
just like they can make hundreds of millions of dollars, that doesn't mean there still isn't the conventions and the cosplaying mm. and the dressing up. I think, and maybe it is there's something kind of more, you know, about being an American and being kind of trying to find a roots in a rootless and tribe untribal society <laughs> where you kind of make your own nation in this little crazy melange mix max where nobody quite fits and so you find and make a place for yourself that, that does fit whereas you know it's less so than it once was but the uk is still much more you know homogenous and it's part of the dna of the uk and it just isn't here we have to work that's for true it here you know what i mean that's true and we do work for it here mm-hmm. yeah but we also yeah. fan eyes a lot of stuff i think yeah you know lost and star wars and well, yeah star we Trek do and but in, in terms of Doctor Who, it's just yeah. that the, the UK, they grew up with it. They grew up growing up hiding behind the sofa. Yeah. We generally did not. No. Yeah. So we have to actually make the effort. And maybe yeah. that's why we do this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the, the, the fact that I can, um, I've done it twice now, uh, interview my parents on, on the podcast. And they're not fat. They're, they, they've watched a lot of classic stuff because my brother and I got into it when we were kids, but they weren't fans. So the fact that my mum can trot out an anecdote about being scared of the Yeti because she lived in London. Um, it's the only one she remembers because she lived in London. So the, the fact that I can put both of them on camera and ask them what you, what you remember of Doctor Who, is, it shows how much of it, how much it is a cultural cultural thing, which obviously you guys couldn't possibly well, do. My parents were watching me watching Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my dad, my dad saying, this show is great because it's like a, reading a book. You have to show your imagination. You have to make up the effects that aren't there. <laughs> yeah. But I also think as a culture that, that the whole Spanish community has become much more accessible with the internet. I mean, now mm. you see something on television or you see a movie and you like it, you can immediately find other people yeah, that's true. who like it as well. And find the weirdest little side tunnels of people who like oh, it in the weirdest it, it, possible exactly. ways. Exactly. I, I was joking with a friend of mine that I don't know if anybody knows, um, Archive of Our Own, which is a fan fiction, fan video website that is run by fans. Um, it was created a few years ago. Um, and we were joking that like the minute Skyfall was released, like there was James Bond Q slash fic, like immediately. Like it hit within hours. Tumblr. So, I don't, yeah. I'm 42 years old, I don't understand what the hell Tumblr is. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's gifts of guy A and guy B mm-hmm. getting it on. <laughs> Within seconds of Within it Within seconds of it. Yeah. And it used to be, you know, it took a while for that stuff to sort of permeate yeah, but through. it's instant now. Now it's instant. I'm so. baffled at a moment's notice. <laughs> but if, you had to wait for the fanzine. Right. Yeah. And now yeah. it's instant. And the gifts in the fanzine were rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Josh Simon commented on this earlier when I went to him in the lobby. He was like, you got your Bernard Horsfall tribute online really quickly. And I, I mean, it was literally, I, I don't think I was, I didn't have any work on, so I, I got up in the morning, saw the news, and then immediately went on a clip search. Okay, right, War Games, uh, Planet of the Daleks, uh, Deadly, Assassin. Deadly Assassin, and The Mind Dropper. And there I was, searching for clips, and I had my tribute online in, in a few hours. Um, that's the kind of thing that we, we, that we can do today as, as fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess bringing it back to Galley, it also means that when you make friends um, at Galley, you can continue throughout the year. You can you can have a personal relationship with people on a day-to-day basis, even if you're in different yeah, continents. That's totally mm-hmm. true. So, yeah. it, so it's not like it stops at the end of this. I mean, it definitely doesn't stop at the right. end of this. And weekend. that's actually kind of amazing because uh, in, in, in outside, outside of... 
I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, Chris just took a swing at Eric, and now Eric's drawing a knife. I'm not sure. What <laughs> <that happened. laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a knife. <laughs> Sight gag. This is great radio, folks. This is why I should have brought the camera. Yes. <laughs> yes. Next year, pod session should be should be on Twinwork. Twinwork. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it will take hours. For, it will take oh hours. God, you ha- you have just volunteered. There you go. Oh, that means I'm coming back, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> Three camera setup, studio audience, <laughs> and, yeah. and no edits, and uh, one of us has to forget our lines regularly. Done. I can do belly flops. There we go. Now, uh, in, the real world, in, in the real world outside of fandom, um, you know, conventions and conferences and things like that seem to be dying away because people are connecting on the internet. But Galley and Chicago Tardis and the other conventions in America, at least, and you're getting more conventions like the Hoover the Hoover's groups yeah. stuff. Well, we've got Blue Box now. That's another mm-hmm. one that's coming up. So yeah, very soon. It, it yeah. seems like the it, it seems like being able to connect on the internet and do weird stuff on Tumblr and things like that seems to be bring people together in the real world more. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, Galley, um, Galley twenty four happening uh, this weekend. You can't come if you aren't already here because you have no <laughs> tickets. But you can always buy a ticket for next year, um, and everybody will have a chance to do that. Um, our various podcasts will be doing various things throughout the um, throughout the weekend. Some of us may even be releasing stuff, and others may just be drinking. And some of us, like Radio Free Scar, will be doing both yes. opiously <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Guys, I enjoy talking with y'all. I'm going to enjoy hanging out with you for uh, for what promises to be a fantastic week weekend of fun uh thank you all for being part of this two minute time lord podcast cheers fantastic what time is it (laughs) wait okay (laughs) it's uh quarter past six in the morning in london wow don't tell him that